Happy Friday, everyone. Glad to be back discussing dairy market behavior for the week, except this time I'm going to give it a whirl by myself. Most of the team was out doing some business travel this week, a wonderful sign that things continue to attempt to return to normalcy around here. It was actually a very busy week with so much data to dig into, but let's start with the U.S., That class three milk meltdown somewhat stabilized this week as we only saw minor losses, though it is also worth mentioning that every single CME spot market from cheese, butter, whey, and nonfat, all of it experienced weaker price movement this week. We did have two important reports out for our domestic U.S. market, first being the May 2021 milk production, followed by the May 2021 cold storage report. U.S. milk production was up 4.9% over prior year. That was across the 24-state milk-producing region and up 4.6% for all U.S. This was the highest monthly output on record. Yields are strong, and the U.S. herd size just continues to grow. And as of May, this last report, the herd size remains the largest in over two decades. All of us at high ground anticipate that the herd size will stop growing soon, but that yield growth is going to continue to drive year-over-year gains throughout the end of the year. This was considered a neutral report for the markets against where our expectations were. Neutrality extended to the cold storage report as both cheese and butter inventories expanded within our team's expectations. That being said, total butter inventories did eclipse that 400 million pound mark for the first time since August 1993. And those total cheese stocks, they're the highest on record for the month of May, just 13 million pounds shy of the all-time record hit last April when the country was shutting down. The real question is going forward, as the world attempts to reopen here, can demand offset these huge stock numbers? Speaking of demand, the market was hit with another solid month of data for China's dairy imports. During May, their milk powder, fluid milk and cream, fat, and cheese imports were off the chart strong. This was mostly anticipated given their behavior at the most recent global dairy trade events throughout the beginning of this year. Though high input costs have kept China's domestic raw milk values at historically high levels, which is being paired with this growing consumption habit throughout China that's making it very difficult for their domestic supplies to meet internal demand, hence the very strong imports. And then overnight, we got New Zealand releasing their May export figures as well, and they were also incredibly strong. My goodness, of course, so much of those increases were represented by Chinese demand, What this, of course, means is that China's June import figures will probably be rather healthy as well. New Zealand's whole milk powder, fluid milk, and cheese export gains recorded the most strength last month against prior year. Really, really strong numbers there. All right, guys, I so enjoyed hosting today's little market banter by myself. This sort of coverage is just the tip of the iceberg. If you don't have access to our comprehensive analysis, head to our website, highgrounddairy.com, and request a free trial. I'll get you set up right away so that you can dig into these reports even further. I'm signing off into the weekend. 
And a friendly reminder next week for the 4th of July holiday that we will be taking a break. So Lucas Feast and myself will be back on in two weeks to chat dairy markets, and we can't wait to be back. Cheers. Be sure to subscribe so that you never miss an episode. And if you're interested in receiving more information as well as our analysis, please visit highgrounddairy.com to request a free 30-day trial today. Futures and options trading involves substantial risk and is not suitable for all investors. Thank you.